There are many beautiful, incredible traditions out there that should be saved and preserved. And I think it's time that we do them the justice of separating them from the idea of convention. Dear Queer Diary. Dear Queer Diary, I think we need to separate the idea of what a convention is with what a tradition is. There are a lot of traditions out there because, frankly, a tradition is just something that you do on a somewhat regular basis. Regular can be a pretty broad or huge amount of time over and over again. And There are a lot of traditions or traditionalists who believe that that just doesn't fit in with being queer. And I think that's wrong. I think that we can preserve tradition while changing convention. Because convention is what keeps things heteronormative, binary normative, gender normative, cis normative normative. It's saying that things have to fit X, Y, and Z parameters in order to be part of this experience included in this culture, part of this activity. And that's asinine. I understand that there are some roles that exist in some of these traditions, some of these methods, but the tradition the action, the movement, the meaning, that can be the same while the parts change. If you have a watch, you can replace its parts and it can still tick. It's not a different watch. It's still just as beautiful. But it still works. People repair antiques all the time. Some people, some cultures, make a big deal out of being able to repair antiques. I believe it's the Japanese who fill cracks with gold to emphasize that the flaws are more beautiful, the changes. This feels a little ironic because Japan can be very traditional. And by that, in this case, I mean conventional. But that same change that enriches the vase can enrich other traditions as well. Except instead of the changes being something breaking or that's broken, it's something growing. It's something expanding. And that tradition doesn't get left behind. It evolves. It doesn't become something smaller or cheapened. It becomes something bigger. You can wear traditional clothes that don't have to match the assigned gender of the people who are wearing them. You can include non-binary people. You can adjust how these things look a little bit. You can adjust the words. But what matters is people coming together, experiencing something that is familiar, maybe not 
exactly the same way. And when you think about it, most performances of a tradition are never going to be perfectly the same. There's always going to be something different because the people who are performing it are different than they were in the moment last time they did it, or maybe than the time before, just in general. And if those little moments can change, so can some of these parameters we put into place. Convention and tradition can be separated, and we can leave behind convention and adapt tradition. And when you allow tradition to become something like that, you preserve it because it becomes accessible to people who are tired of being limited by conservative means. If you adapt, if you allow your traditions to be open to more people, then those people are more likely to carry on those traditions. If you have questions, if you have something you want me to talk about, if you're just curious about something, uh, please feel free to reach out to me at DearQueerPod on Twitter or podcast at DearQueerDiary.com for email. I've got a couple links in my description if you're interested in my Patreon. It is nothing too expensive. I tried to make it as cheap as possible. It's just if you want to be able to listen to my interview series all at once instead of broken up into pieces and have a little bit of early access to that. Or my Tee Public shop, which you can use to buy merchandise if you are so inclined. Uh, I mostly made it so that I could get a t-shirt, but I figured I'd open it up to all of you as well. And, as is the tradition in all of my podcasts, stay curious. <laughs>